Welcome back to San Francisco Legislative Outlook, with a weekly program that provides you with an update on the latest decisions made by our elected officials. And I'm C.J. Hunt. And I'm Jennifer Lowe. The Board of Supervisors' election results are not late-breaking news, but the results are now official news, our specialty here on SF Legislative Outlook. On Tuesday, December 2nd, the city's Department of Elections released the official results of the Board of Supervisors' races. The winners include incumbents Carmen Chu in District 4, Ross Mercurini in District 5, and Sean Ellsburn in District 7. The new supervisors are Eric Marr in District 1, David Chu in District 3, David Campos in District 9, and John Avalos in District 11. On Thursday, December 4th, the mayor appointed and swore in David Campos to complete the last month of Tom Amiano's term. Former Supervisor Amiano began serving in the State Assembly this week. The full Board of Supervisors did not meet this week due to the Thanksgiving holiday. But on Wednesday, December 3rd, the Budget and Finance Committee held a hearing on the mayor's current budget instructions, mid-year cuts, and next year's budget process. As usual, the city's financial status is dire, and as usual, there are always complaints about the proposed cuts. So one of the things that uh, we did do is we looked at both a best-case and a worst-case scenario. Uh, looking at the downturn, the best-case scenario estimates that the downturn is going to be relatively short. It will be V-shaped, that is, that the key indicators will bottom out, and, and about next summer we will begin to gradually recover. That is the best-case scenario. The worst case is that the uh, downturn will be longer. It will be U-shaped, that is, once we hit the bottom, we'll stay there for a longer period of time, and a gradual recovery will begin late in the next fiscal year. I think one of the things that's really, really, really shocking and important that you guys understand is what uh, the obfuscation of this process. Um, the health department has already submitted two rounds of cuts and or submitted them to the health commission, and I'm not sure what the health commission has done with them, but they're very explicit. They name programs, and often what's listed, and you know, Eve Myers was just talking about we need to maintain a degree of health insurance for all. Mitch Katz's response to that is Healthy San Francisco is taking care of everybody. Healthy San Francisco is going to be providing mental health services for everybody. We don't need these specialized services. We really don't. It's a waste of our money. On Thursday, December 4th, the Rules Committee considered the mayor's appointment of Juliet Ellis to the Public Utilities Commission Ms. Ellis is the executive director of Urban Habitat, a nonprofit group that strives to build bridges between environmentalists, social justice advocates, government leaders, and the business community. The item was sent to the full board with recommendations as a committee report, so it can be considered at the board's meeting on December 9th. Professionally, I know Ms. Ellis from uh, her work at Urban Habitat, specifically on uh, regional transportation land use. Uh, and uh, related environmental issues, uh, I think that uh, the regional uh, perspective uh, that she brings is going to be important uh, for uh, what amounts uh, to our uh, most significant regional operation here in, in local government, uh, which is the PUC, uh, which uh, stretches from here uh, to the Hetchy. Uh, I look forward to uh, Commissioner Ellis's service. Issues related to medical marijuana were considered by the Rules Committee this week. The committee considered Supervisor Daly's ordinance 
to include the installation of platform lifts under the minimum disability access standards for medical cannabis dispensaries. Again, the item was forwarded as a committee report, so it could be considered by the full board next Tuesday. Yes, one of the biggest chairs I've ever seen. We would have not been able to do that as we were able to do with Mary Ganoy at Champ. We were able to carry her up the stairs. Um, so anything that will allow Divinity Tree to continue to exist, it's also important to notice that the other uh, nearest MCD uh, down on Sutter Street, uh, I believe it was called CMC, is going to close. So there is going to be more need than ever for Divinity Tree to continue to operate. The committee also deliberated on an ordinance from the mayor that would clarify that a medical cannabis dispensary shall be a cooperative or collective and shall operate as a nonprofit. The ordinance is in response to recent regulations announced by the state attorney general. The item was continued to the committee's next meeting. On Thursday, December 4th, the City Operations and Neighborhood Services Committee considered Supervisor Mira Karimi's ordinance prohibiting advertisements for alcoholic beverages on city property. The item was sent to the full board with recommendation. We see in this legislation studies show that restricting alcohol advertising reduces consumption. One study estimates that a 28% reduction in alcohol ads would reduce adolescent binge drinking between 10 and 30%. Reduced binge drinking would reduce related health care costs for the city. Also on Thursday, December 4th, the City and School District Committee held several interesting hearings this week. Since these hearings were without any proposed legislation attached, no legislative action was taken. The hearings included an examination of the efforts to create a School of the Arts campus in the Civic Center area. A look at what the school district is doing to serve the growing number of autistic students in the district. And a discussion on the use of public school facilities outside of regular school hours by neighbors and organizations. Now a look at the mayor's activities this week. This week, the mayor released a video version of his State of the City report that was over five hours long. The video was aired on SFGTV and made available on the city's website and YouTube. On Wednesday, the mayor participated in an event to promote the Shop SF Get More campaign, a campaign designed to encourage local and Bay Area residents to visit, shop, and stay in San Francisco during December and January. So please shop in SF. You will get more only in San Francisco. You can find out details about how to take advantage of these promotions and discounts. The campaign offers special discounts and promotions exclusively for the residents of the nine Bay Area counties. Available discounts will be compiled on the Convention and Visitors Bureau website, www.onlyinsanfrancisco.com. On December 4th, Mayor Newsom and Bike and Roll launched a new neighborhood bike share program that will allow North Beach residents to borrow bicycles for use around San Francisco for leisure or work or specialized bikes for shopping. The program will work similarly to car share programs in which one pays a membership fee and then utilizes the equipment on an as-is-needed basis. The pilot program is currently limited to one central neighborhood location. And here's what's coming up next week with the Board of Supervisors. That's all we have for this week's legislative report. For updated agendas and other information on the San Francisco Board of Supervisors, Go to www.sfgov.org/bos. Next up 
is Bill Dillon with this week's calendar of events. This is Bill Dillon with the SFG TV Community Calendar. On Thursday, December 11th, check out the Library of Congress Experience. Bay Area Treasure U.S. Poet Laureate Kay Ryan reads from her work, and John Cole and representatives from the Library of Congress demonstrate the new online The Library of Congress Experience. The demonstration includes the new MyLOC.gov website, which brings the riches of the Library of Congress to your fingertips. An audience discussion follows the presentation. It's from 10 a.m. to 12 noon at the Main Library, 100 Larkin Street, in the Latino-Hispanic room. Then from noon to 2 p.m. in the Coret Auditorium at the Main Library, there's a movie showing. It's Defending Your Life from 1991, starring Albert Brooks and Meryl Streep. On Friday, December 12th, check out the Castro Valley High School Noontime Concert at 12 noon. It's in the City Hall Rotunda. City Hall is located at 1 Dr. Carlton B. Goodlett Place in San Francisco. On December 13th at the Yerba Buena Gardens, 760 Howard Street, it's the 6th Annual Parol Lantern Festival and Parade. Bay Area Filipino community gathers for the 5th Annual Celebration of Holiday Spirit, Hope, Unity and Pride to the glow of hundreds of lights from colorful handcrafted Parol Lanterns. Info at bayanahancc.org. On Thursday, December 14th, the Urban Alliance for Sustainability presents the first annual Eco Holiday SF, a local shopping experience. A glorious eco mall set in a spectacular four-story atrium. 80 booths of green gifts, fashion, art, and more. You can support locally owned sustainable businesses. It's in the Galleria SF Design Center at 101 Henry Adams Street. Starts at 11 a.m. and goes to 8 p.m. General admission is $5 at the door, $3 for youth 12 to 17, senior citizens, and those who ride their bike. Children under 12 are free. There's a biofuel shuttle that will pick you up at Union Square BART every hour. Bicycle parking is free. And on December 15th, you can come to the Brandeis School Noontime Concert in the City Hall Rotunda. That's from 12 noon to 1 p.m. And that's the SFG TV Community Calendar. Well, thanks, Bill. Now that's all for this week's show. For SFG TV, I'm CJ Hunt. And I'm Jennifer Lowe. Tune in every week for the latest on your local government. See you next week.